unstoppable kick-ass confidence. Are you ready? Welcome to the Raw and Unscripted Show with Christopher Roush, where we help you overcome your self-created crap without the self-help fluffy bullshit. Now please welcome our host, Christopher Roush. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Raw and Unscripted with yours truly, Christopher Roush, the place where I help you overcome your self-created crap without the self-help fluffy bullshit. Ah, Lotus Pose. No. Anyways, welcome back, uh, my kick-ass nation of misfits for life. Uh, Today we're on episode number 31, and we're on part two of a four-part series about New Year's resolutions. And if you were with us last week, we talked about mindset. We talked about what it is that we have to look at as far as reframing our past, present, and our future so that we're successful moving forward. We can't move forward if we're constantly looking back, right? You guys have heard the analogy, you can't drive to work looking in the rearview mirror. As stupid as it sounds, it's really true because how often are we constantly thinking about the past? How often are we constantly thinking about past mistakes or what we should have, you know, we, the shoulda, coulda, woulda game and all that other crap. And it's so important that we look at those experiences as they happen for us and not to us. That is so, so fucking critical because so many people walk around with this victim mindset instead of this victor mindset. And I've shared with you guys before, all of the situations that I've been through in my life have created the person that's sitting in front of this microphone that's sitting in front of you today. All of it. You know, I could talk about endless different stories as I'm sure you can, but it's all made me where I'm at today. And as I've shared before, I'm on this journey to really discover what it is that makes us tick, what it is that fucks us up when we're kids and how to really unfuck ourselves and become kick-ass unstoppable. This week we're on episode number 31 and today's topic is no excuses, right? So what are the excuses that get in our way of making our goals and achieving our dreams to have a really truly kick-ass life? I'm going to talk about these a lot throughout the different podcasts and everything because I am the no excuses coach, of course, but they are excuses and we all do them. Even me, I catch myself sitting there saying, oh, I don't feel like it. I don't have time. I don't have energy, you know, whatever it might be, but they're stupid. So today we're just going to talk about the top excuses that are preventing you and me from getting where we need to be to have that kick-ass 2020. And please don't forget, hashtag kickass 2020. I want to see you guys use it so that I can search it and find it on social media and help you guys out because the way we support each other is super critical to being successful. And we're going to get into that for a second. Let's just get right into it. One of the first excuses that I get a lot of times why people haven't achieved their goals or they haven't pursued their goals is money. I mean, obviously let's face it. It takes money to do things right. And we can get really super caught up in the fact that if we don't have money, we can't do anything because that's a limiting belief. And that is something that we tell ourselves, Oh, if I don't have any money, I can't do it. But we're living in such a phenomenal time, such a phenomenal time right now of ability to generate revenue and to do these things. But first and foremost, I really want to draw your attention to something that's super simple, yet very difficult for people to identify with and actually execute on. And that truly is figuring out what is essential, right? When you look at your budget, and I hope you have a budget, if you don't even have a budget written down, that's going to be your first tip is have a budget, see what your income is, see what your expenses are, see what you're spending on Amazon, see what you're spending on whatever else it might be, and really identify what is essential. You know, if you both of you lost your jobs tomorrow, or you lost your job tomorrow, you would have to cut back. You would honestly, you would have to sit there and think, okay, do I need cable? Do I need the gardener? Do I need this? Do I need this brand? Can I go shop in, in a cheaper brand? You get resourceful. And we're going to be talking a lot about that today, but really I want to identify for you what is essential. Obviously food, clothing, shelter, all that good stuff. I mean, obviously it's essential. Cable is not essential. 
name brand stuff is not essential. All those different things are not essential. When you think about what is essential, what does it take to get you to move? What does it take to get you to be healthy? What does it take to get you to make progress? You obviously need the internet. I mean, that's super important, but you don't need 80 fucking million television stations costing you a couple hundred bucks a month for you to go sit on your ass and watch them. Because think about it this way, cut cable tomorrow, unplug your TV or whatever, just watch YouTube and look at the extra time and the extra money you're going to have. But realistically, we go through life and we look at what we need and what we want. You know, oh, I need this and I need that. I need a new pair of shoes. I need, I need a new pair. I need this. You don't need new. I mean, Jesus Christ, I have helped so many people who have gone on Craigslist, OfferUp, Facebook Marketplace. I mean, eBay, the list goes on and on. You don't need to buy brand new. I mean, people sit there and buy stuff and then they use it twice and they sell it for like a quarter of the price. You know, even clothes. I know somebody that has money and they shop at thrift stores because she's like, you know, I can go to Robinson's May or whatever fucking store it is and I could spend, you know, $75 on a blouse, but I can go to the thrift store where somebody wore it once, go home and wash it and spend $12. And then people sit there and say, well, I'm not going to shop at a thrift store. But that mindset is not going to get you to be successful. That mindset is not going to get you to achieve your dreams. Realistically, if money is one of your excuses, then you need to become resourceful and you need to become accountable and you need to make some sacrifices. He said, sacrifices. Oh, that's uncomfortable. I don't like sacrificing. I don't want, I need my creature comforts. I need all my shit. Stop it. You know, if you have an Amazon problem, then, then delete the app from your phone. You know, there's different things you need to do. It just, it's about what the priority is. And I talked to so many people and they're, and they're saying, oh, Chris, I can't cut anymore. I'm like, well, let's sit down and take a look at what it is that you're spending on. And inevitably we can find places to cut. And they're just like, well, I never really thought about that. So you have to do those for yourself and you got to stop looking at what you want. Oh, I want that short-term gratification instead of the long-term result. If you have that constant mindset, again, thinking about last week's episode, if you have the mindset that you're in a short-term game instead of a long-term game, then guess what? Your results are going to reflect those decisions. And those are all your choices. And those are all your decisions. Nobody can make you do these things. So you have to identify first and foremost, what's essential and what your, your true real needs are versus what you think you need. But most importantly, really throughout this whole process that I'm going to be talking about is we have to become resourceful. I've had people sit there and say, I don't have enough money to pursue this because I have that money. And I've asked them, like, hey, can you get a second job? I don't want to get a second job. You know, I already worked my ass off and I've got this and that. And, that. and they come up with all these excuses and everything else. But realistically, look at the times we're living in. You know, you can, you know, go, uh, what is it? Instacart. You can go pick up groceries. You can do Uber. You can do Lyft. I mean, there's so many different services out there. I saw something on Nextdoor. It's an app that we have um, where people will come by for $5 a day and pick up your dog shit. I mean, do you have a lawnmower? Grab your lawnmower and walk around the neighborhood and sit there and say, I'll mow your lawn for five bucks and just keep doing that. You have to keep doing that. Five bucks, that's nothing, Chris. Well, five bucks every single lawn. Say you do five lawns a day. That's 25 bucks a day. You do it seven days a week and you do it for seven months. You know, it all adds up. You can't look at it as like, oh, I want to make the big paycheck right now. You just have to sock it away and sock it away and sock it away. If it takes you five years to save $5,000 so you can go take a class, then the five years are going to go by and they're going to go by pretty fucking quick. And you're going to look down and you're going to be like, oh my God, I saved that money. And here's the thing. Everything that we're doing here gains momentum. So once you make the decision and you make that, that commitment, like I did when I did 75 hard, I did make a sincere commitment that I was not going to fail. I was not going to give up and I was going to push myself no matter what. That's what this takes. 
Ladies and gentlemen, if you want something, you have to want it really fucking bad. Otherwise, stop wanting it. Stop bitching about why you don't have it and focus on what you do. I mean, life is simple. Quit complicating it. I was just having a conversation today with somebody about that. Life is simple. Stop complicating. If you want something, then bust your ass to go get it. Another recommendation, another tip for you that I've seen a lot lately is take your hobby and turn it into a financial success. I mean, there's so many different things out there. There's something for everybody. If you like, you know, making gingerbread houses, go make gingerbread houses for people. Put an ad in the paper and go hang Christmas lights for people if you're not afraid of heights. I mean, you see what I'm saying? There's so many different things you can take care of. I mean, that's a, that's a perfect opportunity. Go hang Christmas lights. You know, I'll, I'll do it for 50 bucks. You get a couple of houses, whatever. It's seasonal work. But again, get creative and get out there and get a second job. You know, go work at Walmart for a couple hours every day. Whatever it might be, it's that experience and you're gonna be telling the universe, hey, I want this. And you make, you know, I'm not gonna go work at Walmart. Well, guess what? You never know who you might meet doing something because everything happens for a reason. And when you put yourself in those situations, you just might meet the person or be in the situation that's gonna move you to that next level. And I have had that happen to me several times and it's amazing. You're just like, oh, I don't wanna go do that. And then you go do it and you're like, fuck, if I hadn't done that, I wouldn't be here. You know, It's all happening for us. Another thing you can do, and this is something that I get a lot of feedback on, is sell some shit. Are you driving around in a fucking car that you can't afford? Are you driving around in a $500 payment a month instead, you know, getting a Toyota Tercel and, and minimizing? If whatever you're going for is something that's related to a financial success later on, make the sacrifice and make the investment and go do those things. Go get yourself a beater that's halfway decent and drop your minimum payment and drop your insurance and drop your gas mileage and start saving. Because all these little things, each one of them in and of itself is not going to get you there. It's a compound principle. I'm going to do a little bit of this, a little bit of saving, a little bit of scrimping, a little less watching TV, a little less spending, a little less buying brand names. And maybe I save $200 a month. That's $2,400 a year. Five years. I mean, what is that? Five times two, 10. You know, it's a lot of money. And it all builds up. And we're talking about compound principle. And that's really what this is about. And again, the momentum that you get when you start seeing, hey, I'm doing this. It's like losing weight. You lose a couple pounds. You feel great. It's like, oh, shit, man, I want to keep doing this. This is fucking rad. I look good. Man, I don't know what I was doing. But we got to get out of that rut. You just got to start doing things. Another thing you could do, I've had this situation happen also, where I'm like, okay, how many people in your family? Oh, there's five of us. Okay, what are their ages? Oh, me and my husband and my uh, oldest is 19 and my second is 15 and my third one's nine. Okay, put them to work. You know, I was young and I was working at a swap meet setting the vendors up and I was making 10 bucks a vendor. So what is it? I mean, I don't know if they have paper routes anymore, but there's a lot of opportunities to get people in your family involved in what it is that you're doing and make it become a team effort. And don't just sit there and say, oh, well, they don't want to. It's like, if those people aren't there for you, then you need to find new people. And we're going to be talking about that in a second. So put your family to work, you know, make this a group effort, make it a family thing. Like, okay, we're going to stop watching television and we're going to get our asses off our couch and we're going to go do something. We're going to go collect cans. I don't know, but you have to want it bad enough. I mean, even I've had stupid ideas where I've told people go to the gas station and take a bottle of Windex and some paper towels and start washing people's windows. I mean, that's an extreme case of somebody who didn't have money, but it's just, you have to be resourceful and you have to want it. And you can't keep telling yourself, well, I'm not going to do that. Well, then don't fucking do it and be miserable and have a life full of regrets. Okay. How's that working for you so far? I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to be seen doing that. Go wave a sign at the corner on the weekends, get some exercise, get some sun, meet some people, have some fun, dance. I don't know. How much does it pay? 13 bucks an hour. I'm not working for 13 bucks an hour. Then you don't want your dreams bad enough. All right. 
Bonus chips. Another thing I did with somebody one time is I asked them how many deductions they were claiming on their check. And they said, oh, I claim uh, zero. And I'm like, oh, okay. So you get a big check back at the end of the year? Yeah. Okay. Well, if you need more discretionary income right now, change your dependence. Don't take that big check and start taking a little bit more each week or whatever it is that you're doing so that you can contribute that to maybe going to school or buying books or taking classes. You know, maybe it's going to be another hundred bucks or 200 bucks a month. You start investing yourself and for 12 months, you're going to school and you're, you're reading books and you're doing those things. You don't need the big paycheck, but you've invested in yourself so much that your brain is going to be so amassed. And again, that momentum creates the confidence that makes you unstoppable. I'm living fucking example of that. How many books have I read this year? I mean, I'm a different person than I was a year ago because of all the books and all the investment and all the time and all the sacrifice of not doing other things that I want to do, but I want to grow myself and I want to grow you and I want to make an impact in this world while I'm here. I don't fucking care about some of the other stupid shit I could be doing. Of course I relax, but you have to want it. That's what this is about. I'm trying to get you fired up to realize that someday you're going to come to the end of the day and you're going to be like, wow, I watched a bunch of TV that I don't fucking remember and I don't have anything to show for it. And that goes for sports too. Jesus Christ, how many fucking hours of sports can you watch? And then bitch about why you're overweight or you know, you're unhealthy or whatever else. Get off your ass and start fucking doing shit. You can refinance your house, you know? It's a great market right now. Refinance your house, pull some money out, invest in yourself. Take that risk. Stop being in your comfort zone. If you really want something and you want a true kick-ass 2020, you have to do those things. You have to take those risks. I mean, think about all the different people in the world who have successful businesses or successful careers. And you talk about, look at what they had to do. You know, sell this and sell that and try this and mortgage that and borrow that. A lot of people wouldn't be around if they didn't take those risks. So that's what I'm telling you. Um, Again, sell expensive stuff. It's like, do you really need a 65-inch TV or could you live with a 20-inch TV? Go sell it. You know, if you make 400 bucks, you make 400 bucks. You sell a couple other things, you have $1,000. Maybe you want to go to a seminar. Maybe you go to a Tony Robbins seminar. You sell something for 1000 bucks. you go to a Tony Robbins seminar for three days, and you come back out whipped as fuck, and you're ready to go. You don't need the fucking TV anymore. You don't care about the TV because you're going to be so inspired and, and motivated and energized that you're going to move forward with your dreams. The second excuse that I get a lot of the time is I don't have time. Oh, Chris, I don't have any time. You don't understand. I have the kids and I have school and I have all this other stuff. There's 24 hours in the day, ladies and gentlemen, Beyonce, Tony Robbins, uh, Virgin guy, whatever his name is. Uh, all those people have 24 hours a day. So what is it that you have to do? You have to find time. You have to make time. When I did 75 hard, I had to get resourceful. Ooh, there's that word again, resourceful. Because I was jamming with so much stuff that even when I was giving Jackson a bath, he's old enough now where I don't have to sit there and watch him. I would go in there every two or three minutes. But meanwhile, I was in my office doing something or cleaning up or vacuuming or cleaning the bathroom or, you know, studying something. I was multitasking. And, you know, it wasn't that I was ignoring my son or anything, but sometimes you just have to make priorities and you have to put yourself first and get creative and get energized and try to do those things to make sure that you find more time using digital, using tech, you know, maximizing your time in the car. What are you listening to? Are you listening to news? Are you listening to sports? Are you enriching your mind? For me, I use a digital voice recorder. So I'm able to write books. I'm able to write articles. I'm able to journal my thoughts. Uh, I use my car for making calls. You know, just think about that. But most importantly, one of the things I want to tell you about this time is that I find that people sit there and say they don't have enough time. But after we kind of determine what it is that they're doing, I find out that they're relaxing before they're doing all their work. It's like, oh, yeah, I get home and I'm tired and I sit down and watch a little bit of TV and then I make dinner and all this other stuff. I'm like, you need to relax after you do your work. 
you should be so exhausted by the end of the day that your head hits the pillow and you knock out. And that's what I did when I was on 75 hard because I had so much to do that I slept like a rock and I went to bed and I went to bed feeling accomplished and, and gratified and you know, the list goes on. So stop just being lazy. Yes, I said it. You're lazy. You're fucking lazy. Most people are lazy. Ooh, did I say that? You know, combine tasks, uh, make sure, I mean, you can sit there and you do, just get the family involved, do everything. Another important tip is that you make a daily task list. I have sitting right in front of me my trusty clipboard. Trusty clipboard. Oh, there's my old, uh, my old, uh, <laughs> look at that. I didn't realize that. Master motivators. That's when I was a suit and tie speaker. Check that out. That was my business card from when I was a suit and tie speaker. I didn't realize that. Yeah. Christopher Roush, master motivators, professional speaker. That was my bumper sticker too. Life coach, professional speaker. I used to have that. How oh, cool. But anyways, I have a task list every single day. And I write down, before I go to bed, I write down three priorities. And those are needle movers. I call those needle movers. When you think about what you need to do to move the needle on your goals, you should be doing that every single day. Because 365 days will go, and that's 365 things times three. If you get three needle movers done every day, and those could be big things or little things, just imagine where you would be at the end of a year. And here's another tip for you. 30 minutes. Either get up 30 minutes earlier or go to bed 30 minutes later and invest that time in yourself. Invest that time, whether it's working out, whether it's reading, whether it's doing a business plan, whether it's connecting with somebody, whether it's writing a social media plan, 30 minutes. When you think about it, 30 minutes a day, let me see if I remember, 30 minutes a day is like 182 hours a year and it's something like eight days. So if you spent eight solid days on something, just imagine where you would be, right? I don't have time. Get up 30 minutes more. I need my nine hours. I need my seven hours. Yes, you can have that. But in the meanwhile, you have to sacrifice and you have to make the investment in yourself to do these things. They're not going to happen if you just continue doing what you've done because you're going to continue to get what you've always got. So just think about that. You just have to make that priority. The number three excuse I get is I don't have the energy. By the time I get done with everything else, I'm so tired. And then I talk to him like, what do you eat every day? And then I find out they're eating shit. I'm like, well, guess why you're tired? Then I ask him, when was the last time you had a blood test? Oh, I hate the doctor. I don't go to the doctor. Or yeah, I had a blood diet a physical six months ago. I'm like, what did the blood test say? Oh, my doctor said it was fine. Okay, well, why don't you take a look at that? Have you had a blood test for vitamin deficiency? Have you had a blood test for food allergies? I mean, the list goes on and on. You have to take care of yourself. If you're not taking the right nutrition, then how are you optimizing your body and the, act and the results that you're going to get? I'm big into that. Another very, very important thing is sleep. Number one thing about energy is sleep. Now, I just said the hours of sleep, but that's the quality of the sleep. So I have an aura ring. This is actually an aura ring. It's a sleep tracker, and it tells me every single day, based on my activity, it's really advanced. It's really cool. It's O-U-R-A. Uh, it was like 299 bucks. Great investment. It has an app on my phone. It tells me how my sleep was, how my respiration was, and my readiness score based on my activity. So it's really cool, but it reminds me that I need to make sure that I'm getting quality sleep. And what I mean by that is when after I got off 75 hard, while I was on that, I couldn't drink alcohol and I couldn't have sugar. I was sleeping great, but guess what? After I got off of it, started drinking, having some sugar, my sleep has been horrible. I toss and turn, I have night sweats, it sucks. So if you're not getting a good quality of sleep, that's gonna be one of the reasons why you don't have any energy. And if you drink and you sit there and say, well, I drink and I sleep and it makes me sleep all night, the quality of sleep, if you're not getting 90 minute cycles of REM sleep, deep sleep, and light sleep, every 90 minutes, then guess what? 
you're going to wake up tired and exhausted. Now, I used to tell people that I go to bed exhausted and wake up tired just because of the sheer amount of things that I do, but at least I'm getting things done. I mean, look at my life. If I didn't bust my ass, I wouldn't be sitting right here in front of the camera talking to you. I'd either be dead or in jail. So stop giving me your bullshit and start getting some quality sleep. Invest in a sleep tracker and start monitoring that, making sure that you're healthy and you're getting the right amount of sleep, the right quality of sleep. Maybe you have sleep apnea. Who knows? But check those things out because if you don't have any energy, you have to be the one that goes and fucking figures it out. Another question that I ask people when they say that they're tired and they don't have energy, I'm like, how much water do you drink a day? Oh, dude, I don't drink water. I drink coffee or I drink monsters or yeah, I don't like water or anything. I'm like, so you don't even drink a glass of water every day? Some people don't even do that. It's like, you should drink a gallon. I drink four of these a day. Well, there's a, there's a plug for my friend, CBD for life, uh, flower of life, CBD.com guy's awesome. Josh Stewart. Tom, I sent you. This is a 32 ounce bottle. You drink four of those. It's a gallon. I drink at least four of those a day. As a matter of fact, I have two waters by me. Uh, one has electrolytes and one is just regular water. So hydration is super important. If you're not peeing every hour and it's not coming out clear and you're not drinking enough water, your body is like 80% water. So if you're not drinking any water, guess what? Your cells aren't nourished. Your body is not operating at an efficient rate and you're going to be lethargic. You're going to have brain fog. You're going to feel like shit and you're not going to want to do anything and you're going to want to bitch, piss and moan. I hope on Tuesday night, I'm seeing lots of hearts and shit flying up because this is real shit, right? This is stuff that made me successful. I made a lot of other people successful and it's no BS. You follow these rules and you follow these tips and you stay consistent. You will be kick-ass unstoppable. Nutrition. Are you getting enough protein? Are you getting too many carbohydrates? Are you eating too much sugar? Are you eating too much salt? I don't know, Chris. I never looked at it. Well, my fitness pal is a free app. You can go in there, log all your food and you can see, and trust me, when you look at the salt intake on a lot of stuff, you can realize that that's why you're bloated. That's why you don't feel good. You feel puffy. You feel like, ah. So just take a look at it. Put your food in myfitnesspal.com or get Weight Watchers. It's cheap. And just really start taking care of your health because you cannot be kick-ass if you're constantly tired and not feeling you know, like you want to do things. This is providing you guys with some valid information, some great information. All right. Where are we at? Um, supplements. I was going to show you the box. Actually, I have a, a Tupperware box of supplements that I take. You know, anything from nootropics to make my brain enhanced, um, vitamin D, vitamin E, all sorts of different things to help me be like this. And I've been busting my ass all day and look at the energy I have. So, you know, what kind of supplements are you looking at? I just ordered today lion's mane. Apparently that's really good for cognition and some other stuff. And I didn't even know about it. But um, one of my friends, a nutritionist, told me, hey, Chris, are you taking lion's mane? And I said, no, I never even heard of that. So I ordered some today. God is my witness. So looking at your supplements. Another thing, as far as energy goes, negative self-talk, right? If you sit there and say, oh my God, I'm so tired. Oh my God, I don't have any energy to do anything. Oh my God, I don't feel like doing anything. Guess what? Your body's going to go, okay. But if you wake up and say, yeah, I'm super excited and I'm pumped and I'm ready to go, then you're going to do it. I mean, just before I, I turned, hit record on this podcast, I was kind of tired and I jumped up and down for a little bit and listened to some music and I was like, let's do this. Let's do this, right? Because action creates anything else that you want to do, which ultimately will create the results. So it's all up to you, the person in the mirror. Go take a look at the mirror and say, hi, I want to achieve my dreams and I want you to get the fuck out of my way. All right, so where are we at? Another one, number four. Some people tell me they don't know what they want. I don't know what I want, Chris. All right, well, there's lots of things that you can do. Number one, you know, I talk about doing a eulogy. So if you don't know where you're going, you have to do your eulogy so you know where you want to wind up. And then you just work backwards. You just basically create your life plan working backwards. You can take online skills assessment. You can figure out what it is that you're supposed to be good at. 
And this is another thing. People sit there and say, I don't know what I want to do in my life, Chris. And I'm like, what pisses you off? Sure enough, 75 things come out of their mouth. I'm like, pick one and go solve that. Pick one and go do that. If that's what you want to do, go fix it. And one thing I tell my clients really a lot, sorry, my headphones keep coming out. One thing I keep telling my clients a lot is that in any moment, the best thing you can do is something. The next thing you can do is the wrong thing. And the worst thing you can do is nothing. If you continue to do what you've always done, you continue to get what you've always got. So that's super important. We have to make sure we keep that in consideration. You know, you don't know what to do. Just do something. It's the Mel Robbins thing. Five, four, three, two, one, and do it. Just start doing something and you're going to figure it out, right? How many things have I started and gone into? How many jobs? How many says, how did you get started in speaking? I just fucking opened my mouth. I went to Toastmasters and I started meeting people. And one time an opportunity came for me to speak in public and people said, oh my God, you can speak. Let me, let me have you do this. So you just have to get going. But again, my final tip on this one is the internet. Go to the internet, search. I don't know where to start my life. I don't know what to do first. Go search it. You have to take responsibility for yourself because the answers are there. Back when I was a kid, you had to go to the library to figure stuff out. I mean, the resources we have now in this world, in this life, there really is no reason why people shouldn't be getting their shit together and becoming unstoppable. It blows my mind. I had somebody a couple of months ago tell me, I don't know how to cook healthy. I wanted to fucking punch him in the dick. I'm like, really? You don't know how to cook healthy. How do you suppose you could figure out? Worst case scenario, you can go to fucking Barnes and Noble and take some pictures of some recipes in a book. Ooh, that's free. You can go to the library. I mean, come on, people. No excuses. This is bullshit. Don't tell me, I don't know how to do something. That's just, that burns me so bad, obviously. Number five, excuse. I don't have any support. That is tough. I will admit. If you don't have support, if you don't have people that are behind your dream, that does make things tough. But first of all, you got to get their buy-in, right? So if you're doing something, you want to challenge something, maybe you're a stay-at-home mom and now you want to go back into the workforce, get your family's buy-in, get your friend's buy-in, get them to support you, get an accountability partner, get a coach, get something to be able to make sure that you can do these things. But you have to have the right people in your life. You know, like I said last show, the five people in your life, if, if you write a list and you say, do they support me or not? Whoever doesn't support you, you need to get new people in that spot if you truly want to achieve your dreams and not have a life of regrets. I can't tell you how many people have said, I want to soar like an eagle, but I'm around turkeys. Um, so who keeps you around the turkeys? Well, you don't understand. I got this. No, no. Okay. No, and you have excuses and you don't want it bad enough and stop talking to me. Right. And I hate to be direct, but that's really what it takes just to tell people that you don't want it bad enough. What do you mean I don't want it bad enough? I've been wanting this all my life. Then make some tough decisions, go through some sacrifices, go through some shit, eat dick for a while and achieve your dreams. That's what it is. Again, the resources today are so phenomenal. I mean, online groups, online support groups, there's meetups. You have to get around it. Case in point, back in 2012 or 2013, I was doing the speaking thing and I wasn't achieving very much success. And I decided to join a mastermind and I got around some amazing people who supported me and held me accountable and look at where I'm at today. And it was an investment. It was a huge investment. It was an investment of time. It was an investment of money. It was an investment of everything. But I busted my ass and look where I'm at now. I'm just telling you, you have to get around the right people that are going to hold you accountable. Otherwise, you're just going to be stuck in the same shit every single day because misery loves company. I've given you a lot of information today and I realized that I've talked fast just because I'm passionate. Um, I talk to a lot of people all the time, no matter where I go. And it's amazing how many people are just limiting themselves and just their comfort zones and their fears. I don't want to make any mistakes. I don't know what to do. Just all this shit is just keep going and keep doing it. 
right? I started this podcast. I wasn't sure where it was going to go or what it was going to do. And it's doing great. And I'm getting out there and I'm seeing people and I'm getting interviewed on radio stations and every little bit, right? Do I want it to happen overnight? Sure. But it's going to take time. Maybe it's going to, maybe I'm going to blow up when I'm 60. But when I'm 60, that's like 10 years from now. But I'm like, oh my God, that's going to take forever. But before I know it, I'm going to be 60. And then, you know, people are living longer. People are, I mean, they're talking about people living over a hundred now going to be easy. So if I'm 60, I got another 40 years to enjoy my dream at a level of accomplishment. You know, we keep growing and I keep learning and I'm so happy to be where I'm at in my life today. I'm a different person than I was five years ago, 10 years ago, last year. We keep growing. We keep doing these things because we take those chances. That's what makes us sharp, right? When you think about what does it take to make a knife sharp? You have to grind it. You have to grind it. You have to, it makes that knife sharp. That's what we're doing here, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. Well, I hope there's not children of all ages because I do drop some bombs. Uh, But anyways, it's because I love you guys. And that's because I love myself. I watch these things. I go back and I listen to myself and I'm like, Chris, you're right. Get out of your own way sometimes. And I'm guilty of it. That's why I'm reading the surrender experiment I told you about last time. I'm constantly investing in myself, YouTube videos, podcasts, everything to keep me going. Every step of the way, every single day, keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. I've been doing this since 2008, right? And some people say, oh my God, 2008, you've been doing this for 11 years. Yeah, and I'm gonna do it for 11 more. Maybe 11 more, I'll be doing more things. I know I'll be doing more things, right? And I want you guys there with me. I don't want 2020 to be a shitty year for you. I know 2020 is gonna be a great year for me and I'm gonna take you guys along for the ride. So hit me up, Christopher at ChristopherRoush.com. I'm offering a free one-hour coaching session right now as my gift to you. It's the holiday season. I'm going to pay it forward. I'm going to give you a free hour coaching, and then you're going to go do something nice for somebody in need because we need to make this world a better place. Yes, you and I, we got to make this world a better place because it's in some respects, it's going to shit, and we need to band together and stop all the stereotypes and all the racism and all the other bullshit that the news media and everybody else is trying to perpetuate and just help each other, lift each other up, your friends and your family and everybody else. Stop bitching about shit. I had a very, very dear person to me today. I found out something really bad happened to her kid and life is short, right? Don't waste it. Don't live in misery. Don't live in fear. Live in fun and live in excitement and and, and joy and and live in the moment and gratitude. That's what we need to do in order to have a kick-ass life. And I want you guys to have that. I really do. So I love you guys. Special thanks and appreciation to the team at the Speaking to the Heart Podcast Network, Shane and Kim and all of, all of you guys, all the kick-ass nation of misfits for life. I love you guys, Trish and Ray and uh, Tina and all you guys are just fucking phenomenal. Thank you so much. I love you guys. So reach out, get your one free one hour coaching call. I will see you next week. We're going to be talking about tips and strategies for setting and achieving your goals and moving forward with everything. So once you decide. All right, I'm here for you. Send me an email. Let me know what you think. All right, until next time, I love you guys. Kick ass out. Oh yeah, don't forget, kick ass 2020. That's the hashtag. All right, peace.